Uh, good afternoon, everyone. We are truly in this together. To get, to get, to get, to get together. And the only way we will get through this is by all of us working together. Each of of you doing your part you, you must stay at home welcome back to the you must stay at home period podcast where we tackle myriad of issues such as current events sports and politics alike I'm your host, Chuck the Buck. We got the usual suspects here. We got the lovely Karen with the hard end. Stop the steel. And we also have Brother Cephas. His name's not Cocaine Mitch, it's Mucinix Mitch. <laughs> 78. So. so, how's everybody uh, doing tonight? Fantastic. I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah, so we're gonna, gonna, gonna stop the steal. Yeah, man. So, and you know what? And it's it's so funny because healthy eating and stop the steal come together in this one first topic I wanted to discuss. How about your boy Jake Angeli? I think or Angel? How you pronounce Angeli? An, an, no, no, <laughs> Angeli. Mm-hmm. His real name is uh. That's his. That's his stage name. You got his real name is like Jacob Chandler or something like that. Oh, Jacob. Well, this this fucking idiot um, who helped us, you know, stack the Capitol uh, building for a short time, uh, is demanding organic food while he's this in is- jail. Have you talked to him since he's been arrested? I have not. He needs to eat organic. He has not eaten, and he needs to eat. He hasn't eaten since Friday. And um, he gets very sick if he doesn't eat organic food, literally. He'll get physically sick. So um, he needs to eat. And uh, no, I have not. I haven't spoken to him, and I really, really need to speak to my son. Right. This is uh, the Q Shaman. uh, Yeah, the Q Shaman, yes. Who is wearing the horns and the fur. Grand Poobah headpiece with his face painted. Yeah, they finally picked him up the other day. I think so he's Arizona. the head of. So he's the head of QAnon. No, no, but that was what they nicknamed him because he was running around dressed like a fool. With... QAnon is still an anonymous group. We yeah. don't know who their leadership is. Um, so I've seen people say they they think they pretty much know they've isolated it, but I, you know, nothing verified. Man, so I, I, I don't know. But, but that was, yeah, that that was, I was galled at that. So his mom says, his mom is a judge in Brooklyn or something like that, somewhere in New York. He's got to have and, organic food. <laughs> and he's locked up, right. And she says, he hasn't eaten since Friday when they picked him up because was this they, at? they won't serve him organic food. Uh, they picked him up <laughs> in Arizona. Arizona. Because he's, he's vegan. They won't serve him. He's a um, they have a, he's a, he's a, he's a jail. Jail. thought about that. But is that's a, that's Joe Arpaio's jail, isn't it? Wouldn't it be that that uh if he's in Maricopa Ar- County. Maricopa County prison? Yeah, yeah. The Where, legacy uh, of uh, Joe or, or, whatever his name is. Yeah, Arpaio who fed Arpaio where he made him wear prisoner. pink and sleep outside in tents. Right, and fed him green balloons. Mm. Yep. Um, so I don't know if he's in Maricopa County or not, but uh he has the nerve to demand organic food in lockup. But here's the thing. Today I read that a judge, he petitioned a judge for it and the judge said, get it. Get the fuck out of here, man. I know. I was so... That's the problem. That's what we're getting right now. Exactly. Yes. They, are, they, they made somebody go get him food for his special diet because he claimed it was a religious thing. I thought the only religious food they have in prisons are uh, kosher meals. Vegetarian and, meals, kosher meals, which translates to almost every other. Right. Um, well, you know, his mother's a judge and he's white and he's a Trump supporter. And, and she's not a judge in Arizona. 
No, right, but you but know, still, she's still it's an association, so right? You know, right. And um, apparently, the judge who heard his his uh, petition is a Trump supporter or something. We don't know, but that's what I saw. Is that in the end, um, they made somebody they made the jail provide organic food for him, which Man. is insane to me. I agree with you hundred percent, Buck. That's the problem: is the white privilege. Country just infested. Right. There's absolutely no way they should be catering to a seditionist's food whims. He's a traitor. He tried to overthrow the government last Wednesday. And y'all, you know, this is like Dylan Roof taking him to Burger King. Yeah. I mean, you know, based off of, uh, I mean, they try to explain that away, though. They say, well, the jail didn't have nowhere to eat. So they just, Gave him that supposedly. Okay. That's the kind of bullshit I've right. heard about that. Mean, meanwhile, the uh, the Muslims that they locked up in Guantanamo Bay, they serve pork to and rotten yeah. halal meat. So disrespectful. Yeah. But this motherfucker can get. He is a public defender also. Oh, well, he's in trouble then. Jacob's public defender alerted the judge about QAnon conspiracy theorists restrictive diet and that he had not eaten while in custody. Judge Deborah Fine said the claims were deeply concerning and instructed the attorney to work with the U.S. Marshal's Office in regards to his diet. So, uh, do you guys think that that um, Trump will really be impeached? Are they really going to do? Are they just going to let him yes. get off scot free, like to do all the rest of the rich white bulls? He's going to be impeached and tomorrow. He's going to go to jail. They're impeaching him tomorrow. And well, here's so here's the uh, update. I don't, I don't know if he'll go to jail now. Right. That we got. We got to wait. Reaching on that. Right. No, wait. He's I going still think James. We'll be in jail in New York State. Tis James on it. I still think there's a 50-50 chance his white yeah, is, male privilege yeah. save, saves him, but we'll see. But as for impeachment, yes, that is a done deal. Um, it's only a majority revoke required in uh, the House to impeach him. Democrats have the majority. And as a matter of fact, some Republicans have come out and announced tonight that they are going to vote for impeachment. So he's getting impeached. Top Republicans. Yes, Liz the, Cheney. Yeah, the number three. And, and so did... Musinix Mitch. Yes. So right now that's number the, one. That's so the second fair. question. Is they have about 30 people. Whether he gets removed from office after being impeached a second time is up to the Senate. And mm-hmm. in the Senate, we don't know if there will be a majority of votes. But here's what Rachel Maddow said as of uh, last night or night before last. Um, it only requires majority of the senators present. So if the, for instance, the Republicans who don't support Trump anymore, but don't want to vote for impeachment, just opt to stay home, because right now they're on recess, Mm -hmm. then they could just not show up, and it'll just be a majority of the senators who are present. So let's say all the Democrats show up and half of the Republicans don't, then hey, you can still get a majority, right? Um, So that would be kind of a workaround of getting him uh, convicted in the Senate trial without requiring all the Republicans to take a stand, you know, on record against uh, as voting for that. Um, But as of tonight, as Cephas was alluding to, um, Mitch, (laughs) Muesli Mitch, is that what he is? Okay, that, oh. He's starting to look more and more like Sheldon Adelson, rest in peace, dead Sheldon Adelson. (laughs) That's why they're pissed. And that's why he's coming around because right. Sheldon Adelson died. They're losing and money. And then all these companies halted donations. Their donations, from the right. So they're like, oh, shit, we got to fix this shit. We got to do what they need us to do, which goes back to your theory about how to achieve reparations. Hit them in the pocket. Always, it's always <laughs> through the money. Follow, you know, control the money and you control the, the policy. So the, the you, senator from, there's a senator from uh, Michigan. I can't remember her name. Stabbing out. She was saying that they have about 30 people, 30 Republicans who who they're, because I think uh, Liz Cheney is on one of the committees where her siding with impeaching him is going to bring 
it's going to bring a bunch of House Republicans on. Yeah, they're saying it's going to bring about 20 or 30 House Republicans on. I don't know if that applies maybe, to the Senate. Maybe she said the House. I thought she was talking about the Senate. But they, um, yeah, so so it was reported tonight in the Times that Musinex um has said that he thinks Trump is guilty of impeachable crimes and that he is happy that the Dems are impeaching him because he thinks this is a good opportunity for the Republicans to rid themselves of Trumpism. That's huge. Mm. He's signaling that he's on board. Now, he's also said a few days ago last week that he couldn't open a Senate trial until after uh, inauguration. So that would be too late to remove Trump. So, you know, does this new stance mean that he's going to move up the trial date or not? We don't know yet. But um, the, the Alaskan Senator, um, Lisa Murkowski has already also said that she wants Trump gone. She didn't say she would vote to, you know, to convict him in trial, but she said he wants, she wants him gone. And then I think there was one other Republican Senator too, who said something along those lines, but it's, the tide is turning against him. This is his opportunity. You know, this is their opportunity to dogpile on, on the rabbit if they want to really try to kill him. You know, he's weak. So it's an exciting time, but yes, he is definitely getting impeached. We don't know if he's getting convicted. So you don't think that the 25th Amendment execution of that's realistic? No, Mike Pence, they, Mike Pence announced tonight he's not going to do it. Oh, he bitched up. Yeah, okay. he bitched up. And furthermore, <laughs> furthermore, like four people have left the cabinet. So there's not even enough people left. They, they're jumping like rats off a sinking ship. There's not even enough cabinet members can they have melania subbing <laughs> left <laughs> um to melania would not lift a finger to help those people her or trump she was doing a mm. photo when it was going down and you know they came to her and was like can you call him and, and tell him to stop she was like eh, i just want to finish my photo shoot yeah i think not, you know i think i think if she was not a, I, intervene i think she was a feminist who intervened Okay, well, listen. I'm just not messing with you. <laughs> I think you might be trying right. To, trying to if push she Karen's was a feminist, buttons. if she was a feminist, she might have intervened. She's she's clearly not. But um, anyway, so that's the latest on that. Um, we'll just have to see how that plays out. But it re- it is really really intriguing. This whole thing, like they they've started to turn on him because they've started to find out. They've started to like piece it together. As more more stories come out in the press and as they talk to each other, like they're seeing just how bad this really was, right? Like they all started realizing today, like, holy shit, we were all calling him and he A, either wouldn't, you know, calling him for help and he A, either wouldn't take their calls or when he did take their calls, he just flat up told them, no, I'm not calling this off. <laughs> and so they realizing, holy shit, this motherfucker tried to get us killed. And when, we asked him, right, and when we asked him, right, and when we asked him to stop to intervene to help, he said no. So they they're kind of pissed. Yeah. Couldn't, happen, couldn't happen to a nicer caucus. Hmm. Well, I'm glad none of the legislators got hurt. So didn't get hurt. I'm glad. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, but it it was close. Yeah. They they had, uh, built a, a gallows outside to hang Mike Pence. They was chanting hang Mike Pence. That's that's fucking nuts. It is nuts. And you know, they were right behind that door where that girl got shot. And they were right behind the senators were right behind that door where officer Eugene Goodman, hero, American hero, uh led them away, led that mob away when they were chasing him up the stairs. They everybody involved in that needs to a nice I saw some meme today I don't know how, how true this is it talked about uh, I think a Latina lady maybe it was like years and years ago did something very similar went up to the capital mm-hmm. and man about I guess about getting citizenship or some shit man they gave her ass like 50 years mm. wow what's this thing here I, I see about uh, Governor Snyder Vice oh. governor of uh, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. They announced. Uh, they told them the day. They getting. They they getting charged. 
So finally, there will be some accountability for the Flint water crisis, which is what, a decade old? When did that happen? Obama was still president. Right. Being was, charged with what? Just accountability, um, but is it not criminally or what? Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Michigan plans to charge former Governor Rick Snyder in Flint water scandal. Michigan's former governor is now facing charges stemming from the Flint water crisis. Former Governor Rick Snyder, along with his health director and other ex-officials, have been informed they will be charged following a new investigation. The specific charges, though, at this point still unknown. Flint's water system was contaminated with lead back in 2014 after managers switched the city's water to the Flint River in a cost-cutting measure. But that was, yeah, I believe that was before... Obama was reelected, as a matter of fact, because mm -hmm. I expected him to do more for the Flint water crisis because he was trying to get reelected and he didn't. He well, went campaign well, like a few miles away from Flint and was just like, you know, they asked, he made, you know, a couple of compensatory comments about, yeah, it's terrible, it's sad, and there's, you know, somebody should do something. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. And then that was it. So, yeah, I believe that was prior to 2012. Yeah, disappointment's a function of expectation, so. Yeah, this is true. But, <laughs> but you know, hey, better late than never, maybe, right? There's still time to make them pay for that. I mean, did you? you know, it's too late to save all those poor kids who they ruined, letting them drink, yeah, it is. you know, uh, let it water. But it is... Plenty of time to see Governor Snyder and Nick Lyon and a few others. Um, you know what? Spend some time in a federal prison. You know what? The, the news media is a trip, man. Or a state prison. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I mean, they're, they're a trip. Because they're, they're put more of this, these, you know, white supremacist archetypes, you know, in entertainment. Did you guys see the uh, commercial for that movie, The Marksman, with Liam Neeson? <laughs> Why is Liam Neeson still working? Why is he? Why is he in action? No, no. The better question is, why is he in action movies? Like he's fighting these dudes off, and he's shooting them with long guns. He's the marksman, right? Mm -hmm. So he just like take your motherfuckers out, and then just one, like the last like, butter, what else kind of kind of still shot that he's doing in the commercial. You see the commercial, see this. This dude has the American flag on his over his right shoulder, cowboy hat on. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's like, damn, they encourage these white dudes to do more of this shit. The marksman. Isn't he uh, Irish? Well, I think he's Scottish or something. Couldn't, they couldn't cast an American actor to play this part? I'm looking at the trailer now, and this is some <laughs> some, <laughs> some, some, some white, white male mythology. If I've ever seen some shit, <laughs> he's on. He's playing a character on a border with his ten-gallon hat and his pickup. And they, <laughs> they're rescuing the little kids illegally crossing the border, scaling Donald Trump's wall. This is nonsense. Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. With Donald Trump. You see the one. You see the with the American flag over his shoulder. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this Donald is Trump's terrible. In, Donald Trump is in that visiting his wall now. I was thinking he was doing it as a way to. Uh... Just cross the border and run away and flee. <laughs> Not in New Mexico. <laughs> this is past uh, citizenship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he did go visit his wall today. And he covered, after all that talk, build the wall, Mexico will pay for it. Uh, he built like 2% or 4%. His wall covers 2 to 4% of the border. So, Lord, so he just literally just right from the wall on it. Yeah, an effective, so small. clearly an effective deterrent. Oh, oh, he's teaching. Um, this is the trailer. He's teaching the little uh, undocumented asylum oh. seeker <laughs> how to shoot now, and he's taking him to the church with the black priest. Oh, he's the hero. He's the non-racist hero, guys. Oh, he's in the he's in the tall grass with the little boy teaching him how to how to fight. They're fighting off the the uh the yeah, the, uh, the, the cartel. People have, people have his age and grabbing him and and right him. yeah yeah. Oh my goodness, this looks like a terrific <laughs> movie. I can't wait to see it. Are they going to uh, kidnap the little boy? You know they got to kidnap somebody in his movies. 
Well, he kidnaps the little the little um, kid that crosses the, the wall. Special set of skills. But um, speaking of movies that look really, really good, and I know you guys are way ahead of me on this because y'all be way ahead on me on black cultural stuff. Um, at least the modern stuff. I like the classic. Yes, we started following John Barron first. No, no, no. The um, One Night in Miami. Ready for tonight? I'm as ready as a person can be. After the fight, we're all coming back here for the champs victory party. Don't be late. Minister Malcolm X. Good news, the chariot is coming. You know I'm the greatest. That's right. Jim Brown takes the ball. Your record is going to stand the test of time. How's everybody feeling tonight? All together, yeah. <laughs> New heavyweight champion of the world. Hey, champ, you don't suppose you could sign an autograph? Yeah, of course, man. Give him an autograph, Jim. Action, Mr. Cook. <laughs> oh, sure thing, brother. That's uh, I guess it's I guess it's a 2020 movie, but it is coming to Netflix or something. Yeah, uh, made by uh, Regina King, and it's about uh, it's a story following um, Muhammad Ali, um, Sam Cooke, oh, okay. Malcolm X, and one other uh, icon from that age. But it looks the trailer of it looks really, really great. So they got all them people in that movie. It's yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it is about like a night in Miami where they all kind of like their paths crisscross and they're all you know revolutionaries Malcolm X right isn't it Malcolm X yeah Malcolm X uh, Muhammad Ali Sam Cooke and oh uh, what's the football player Syracuse Jim Brown Jim Brown, Jim Brown. and it looks like it'll be no, I'm about to watch that thing. pretty damn good yeah like I love all of those guys maybe not Jim Brown as much but I love the other three and uh, I can't wait to see it you know of course got some great black leads Kingsley Ben Adir. I don't know who that is. Eli Gorey. Don't know Probably who that somebody is. British. <laughs> Leslie Odom Jr. I know him. And Aldous Hodge. Know him. And my and real Muhammad Ali. Apparently, they might have got some footage of him. Hmm, okay. Um, that's what it says on the internet. But um, of course, he passed in 2016. Rest in peace. But uh, Jasmine Cephas Jones from uh, Hamilton. Nicolette Robinson. Jeremy Pope. Peace. Huh? That's my niece. <laughs> Lance. <laughs> okay, thank you for laughing, Buck, because I was about to be like, for real? What? You never know what Cephas You right? don't know. That's what I'm saying. So I just assumed it was true because <laughs> he probably does. He probably does know her. Her name is Cephas. She came my in. name is Cephas. She was at Thanksgiving last year. <laughs> the Cephas family reunion you know her dad's an actor too and if you saw him you'd be like oh I know that guy he's yes, always man. like playing little bit bit parts yeah yeah oh, there you go um but anyway one night in Miami looks great and it's uh it's black it's for us by us so look for that I've been saying seeing a trailer so I thought it was maybe like going to be released but it was released last year in September so maybe it is coming to Netflix. I don't know why I've been seeing the trailer but anyway, keep an eye keep your eyes peeled for that. Look that for was me. just an Oscar ploy, right? Maybe. Let me see. I like I said, I don't know why I've been seeing the trailer. But it looks really good. So, and if you like black history about uh, the civil rights movement and like I said, all the icons that were integrating stuff and fighting for our rights, then you will love it, probably. Sam Cooke is like my idol. Like I'm low-key. Who's playing Sam Cooke? Infatuated with him, so. Um, with his ghost. So, uh, let me see. It is, I can't see, I can't read that fast. So, Bobby Warbank fan. Arenze Keeney, huh? What? Safe to say you're not a Bobby Womack fan. Uh, I like Bobby Womack. Oh, I guess it's Leslie Odom, Odom Jr. is playing Sam Cooke. Oh. Right? You don't look like Sam Cooke. 
Yeah, when you said it, it I'm like, he does look like Sam Cooke. Does he? Okay. He can sing, so there's that part, but uh, he has a beautiful voice. Um, he's like the same nose. Hmm. He's not as handsome, but he's the same. Yeah, nose. okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But uh, yeah, so I'm super excited about that. I love anything Sam Cooke related. So. And in sports. Man. So did you did you guys see last night? Um Bama won the championship again. This was a season unlike any other. What did your team have to endure and overcome to stand here as champs? Well, I think perseverance probably is the one word that describes this team the best in terms of what they've had to overcome all season long to go undefeated and win a championship. I'm really so proud of these guys. You know, this is a, a team that was always together. Everybody bought into all the principles and values of the organization and the program, and they just did a great job. They played together. They supported each other. This is a great team. Roll COVID. <laughs> Either one of you get a chance to, to tune in? I opted not to because I figured it was going to be lopsided, and I was not wrong. Yeah, it was a it was a, it was a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> I know Steve is that strong, and you know what you do too, Karen. I forgot about that. Both of y'all got strong ties to Ohio. I got strong ties yeah, to both yeah. Ohio and Alabama. As a matter of fact, Ohio players. I got a ton of uh, <laughs> there's a ton of, ton of Bama fans in my family. Um, sadly, sadly, they're they're an embarrassment. Um, but yes, yeah, got strong they, ties to both. They just embarrassed Ohio State. I mean, they're oh, uh, see this, uh, the star running back. You know, I'm sure you saw he he has the uh, the school record. And for for one game, a 300-yard game in the in the um, the Big Ten championship. Okay. That dude got Trey Sermon. He got hurt on the first play. That when collarbone was like a graham cracker. Ooh. I was like, damn. Hmm. He went out on the first carry, got tackled like a regular tackle. And I was like, damn. They just, I mean, those dudes from. Bama just it's crazy. They said like that their 2017 class might have been the best shit ever. They had like that kid, um, the guy that won the Heisman, uh, Devontae uh, Smith, the quarterback also was in that 2017 class, Mac Jones and the running, and they, these guys all won the highest awards at their position uh, in college football. And and then they and Tua Tonga Valoa was in that class as well. So in that 2017 class that they had. So they had a, like a lot of first round picks uh in that class, like six or seven, which is um completely crazy. First round NFL picks in yeah. that class. But um, yeah, they just destroyed them, man. It was like nothing they could they were just receivers running free, wide. Why fucking open? You know, now people want to um, get that quarterback from Alabama too, but I just don't know how good those those quarterbacks are, man. You you think about it. Like, all the receivers are running wide open. It's like, how can you really judge? NFL is, you know, that passing game. See, this is nothing like that. The, the receivers are covered by those uh, defensive backs. I don't know how you can – that's why I think your man Tua is struggling. A little bit with Miami because this is like, oh, these guys went wide open like they were at, at Bama last year. What, what's his last name? So I can look. Tuatago Valoa. Oh, okay, you, you nailed it. That was just a ploy for me to see if you could pronounce it. <laughs> right, stuck the landing. Way to go. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that's my my take, you know, on that game. And they just beat them on the line of scrimmage. Was the finals were fifty-two to twenty-four. So they could have scored 60 or 70 on them, <coughs> but they just stopped. But, um, yeah, that, I mean, I think uh, Bama's going to be number one 
again next year. Didn't that submit? And they, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, they, yeah, they've won the last, out of the last 11 championships, they've won six of them. Wow. And then that cement, I saw Saban trending. Yeah, Sa that, Saban that makes him ahead the of Bear Bryant. Greatest, yeah, greatest college coach. He has seven championships. Ever the coach of the game. One at LSU, six at Bama. Craziness. Okay. All right. Well, all hell, Nick Saban. A friend of mine yeah, who's, uh, own. who's an LSU alum. Uh, <laughs> He was, we were talking about um, the unionizing and paying the players and all that. And well, I knew uh, they were anti that. Well, no, no, no. He's, uh, he's, he's very progressive, but he called him Nick Satan. And he like tried to slip that into the conversation. I said, <laughs> I said, did you call him Nick Satan? He said, yeah, that's what I call him. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I just make sure I was hearing right. <laughs> he was mad because he left LSU and. Yeah, I think they still got a championship after that. Well, with Nick you know, Saban's that, players, okay, but they that, got one nonetheless. Um, they, um, he he bleeds. What is it? Purple and gold. Yeah, purple and gold. Yeah, that's like that. They love in his house. They love LSU. So, yeah, so LSU's, it's, it's uh, anyway. You know, well, they won last year, so should he mm -hmm. be, be happy okay. with that? They ain't gonna win no time soon. Alabama's just, um, man, I, I don't, I don't even know if their dominance is really good for the sport. I don't think it yeah. is. It, it, you know, no like, like I said, you know, that was right. That discouraged me from watching. I'm like, ugh. you know, if it had been anybody else, I'd have been really excited to watch that game, but like the NFL, when when you want to win the Super Bowl. You don't get the first pick in the draft, but the equivalent Alabama is getting they always right. Top recruits, always get the top five star. Yeah, the top they're getting four and five stars. That's what they're getting. And so when you hurt one of them, they bring another one in. That <laughs> you don't know their name, but they're hell of they're great players. You know, mm -hmm. and then they'll be in the draft within two years of so their first you know time setting foot uh, out there but uh at any rate see this favorite team the Pittsburgh Stullers got their ass kicked by the by the Brown we believed uh people on the outside don't matter to us it's on the inside and we believe the whole time and that's all that matters I uh we had Michael Dunn stepped in at left guard for Joel Batonio and then Michael got hurt and a guy named Blake that I introduced myself to literally in the locker room before the game stepped up uh, in, the, in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, we have a resilient team. Defense played great in the first half, and we kind of stalled out and let them kind of climb back into the game. But it's, it's a great team win right there. Uh, guys stepping up all over the board. I'm proud of these guys. How do you feel about that, Cephas? I hate both those teams, but I... <laughs> <laughs> it felt extra special to see that team from Pittsburgh take a playoff loss. And, you know, as much as I just like that team from Cleveland, I can't be mad at them. They played a they played pretty well this season. Um I'm not cheering for them, but uh I'm ha I'm happy for the the fans. I'm happy mm -hmm. for the fans. Yeah. Those yeah. fans, they, they've never made it They're to loyal, no matter what. They, you know, they face a lot of um, some diehard people right there. Come on, y'all act like they they tougher than Cubs They're fans. Not. Cubs fans, that's the ultimate. Uh, of losers. Yeah, but the Cubs have actually had more success than the, than the Browns. They just All have right. epic epic meltdowns. Okay. At key times, which they claimed was a curse to a goat, whatever the hell. It was, it was a curse. I call them lovable losers, but you, how you about know. how about Dougie? How about Dougie P with the the with my Eagles getting fired? And they said fired this time. What uh, Adrian Ross did must have worked mm -hmm. because I saw several publications that fired. Were they? Were, but was it? But was it ESPN? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, said Doug Peterson got fired. 
no, you know. Oh well, that somebody they get fired every day. People get fired every day. Nothing lasts forever. And what he was doing, but wasn't you know, about working. three years, three years on the other side of Super Bowl, you would think he would have more leeway. So you, that you would think so, but there must be other things going on. Yeah, GM was fired too, wasn't he? Hell no. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Roseman, Roseman is still there. So I think they want to interview Todd Bowles. I'm like, for what? I mean, I like Todd Bowles, but you know, they got Deuce Staley, who they've never promoted, uh, other than little running bass coach and assistant head coach, which is uh, just slap in the face how long, how loyal he's been to the organization. Um, and I think Airbnb, but shit. There's other teams, there's other uh, jobs that are better for Airbnb, like say, even um, the Chargers. They have a good young quarterback. And um He's an LA and they guy. Have good and they have yeah, and they have good players and and all that shit. So that would be a great yeah, you're right. Nat, you're right, you're right, you're right. You that I forgot who's an LA dude. Um that would probably be the best fit for him. I mean, Houston, the only problem with them is the ownership. Them racist motherfuckers. That's why Deshaun Watson is trying to get the hell out of there. He's trying to force a trade. Because uh, their their owner once said, uh, Aaron, that the inmates, they want the inmates running the asylum mm-hmm. in response to the kneeling protests. He's dead, though. He's already he's dead, he's dead now, but I mean, he got a son who's running the team. Shit. And they said they would give, uh, Deshaun said he wanted input on replacing the GM and the coach. And these motherfuckers, oh, yeah, we'll do it. And just went and hired somebody. Now he didn't even tell them. Oh, found on social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, I did see that, that he was pissed about that. They got rid of his, his best receiver, and they just, the shit just seems all fucked up with the, with the culture. There, so I don't know if I want to see him. He should go to that. Go to a team like he should go to a team like the Bears. No, oh, nobody wants to go to. That's what I wants think. To play that oh, piece of shit. So I don't feel you. You don't mean that. You don't mean that. I do that. My hip different. Than I Everybody, <laughs> Everybody wants to play so the, the Bears. Shit. Everybody wants to play the Bears. Yay! Yeah, I just want to circle back to this point. Um, I have been completely like immersed in uh, Twitter since last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an addiction. It's out of control. I, you know, the iPhone tells you about your your stats, and it's bad. Like I'm spending like 20 hours a day <laughs> on this phone on on Twitter. Anyway. So deeply concerned about our nation and where we're headed. And we kind of get got into this last time we met. The, the, real, um, the real crux of the battle that we're seeing taking place right now, right, is this battle over, I um, almost want to say the soul of the nation, which is something I've picked up from watching Morning Joe. I think that's, is that the historian's book? Or is that something... Joe Biden said. It's, anyway, uh, it's black implied when he said soul. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but but the real crux of the issue is this battle over white supremacy versus democracy, right? And that's what yep, the coup that's is, what it that, is now. Right. That's yeah. what the coup is about. The coup is about this question of whether America is organic going... food in jail if we're white <laughs> right. supremacists. Right. Is America going to continue to be this white supremacist nation? that calls itself a democracy but it's only a democracy in name or is it going to begin to you know is it going to continue this this journey on uh the path to being a real democracy where all of its citizens participate in the vote and therefore the 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 government um begins to reflect the will of people who are non-white and so that's what this really that's what this really boils down to right the coup is really about um the, this is the last gasp of 
white supremacists putting up their attempt to hold back um, the inevitable demographic change that we're seeing in America, right? The the uh, predictions I think are like uh, whites will be an ethnic minority to Latinos by 2050. What is, like what that? Know, they, let her, you know, they keep and they're all, you know, they don't want to bring no other people in, but right. You know. Well, they're already uh, a minority. The uh, under 18 um, Latinos already represent the largest ethnic group um, of Americans who are under 18, right? So what you're seeing you know you can no matter you know you you strip it all down to its essence and that's what you're seeing right is you saw a bunch of angry white folks storm the capitol in order to try to um retain government control by their you know what let me ask you this white supremacist hero yes go ahead well i forget are we here's the key question you talked about you know the Latinos being the you know, biggest minority, blah, 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 biggest group, what have you. Are, um, are we going to be trading one oppressor for another? That's a great question. And I don't have an answer for that yet. I need to noodle on that, but that is a great they question. But I'm going to get there. Their... But so, so let's unpack that, yeah. right? So, um, so I have just been swimming in Twitter, just reading like every hour there's been a new kind of development as we kind of grapple with this question as a nation, right? And, you know, uh, last week it was Donald Trump being kicked off Twitter and then mm-hmm. and then Facebook and then Pinterest and then Shopify and then <laughs> he got kicked off like eight platforms. It was really funny. Um, to see him, he kept trying to Freedom find different. Word of silence in him. Right, he kept trying to find different Twitter accounts to tweet from, uh, <laughs> so like random ones in the government, and they kept shutting him down. Why don't you just try to hold Pence phone and go on his shit? <laughs> just hold an actual press conference, right? Or, or yeah, right. Write an op-ed or do something. Use the traditional forms of media and the forms of media that favor him anyway. Exactly. That is previous, you know, forty-four he's being predecessors, silenced. right? But no they claiming he's the president. He's more voice than anybody in the world. Anybody in the world, world. right? And so he that was claims he's being silenced. So that was laughable. <laughs> seeing all the conservatives, you know, they uh, Twitter also cleaned house of all the uh, bots and QAnon accounts, and they're like, I lost fifty thousand followers, you know, and they're like, well, because none of your followers are real, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So it was like hour by hour, you know, there was more information coming about, coming out about the cute, the the coup attempt, and then who they arrested, and no fly. You probably, you guys probably fought, saw yeah, the no, no fly, fly um, yeah. list uh, trend, which was hilarious. Um, this, you treat you know, like you know, you know they waited, you know, you know they waited on about that guy. You know they waited on them till they got. I don't know why they didn't get them in TSA. They waited on them, you know, sir. Uh, if this hilarious, uh, please uh, come to the podium, and then they tell you your ass ain't getting on this jet. Because <laughs> every video was like post them uh, being mad and yelling. Yes. As they as they left the uh, walking through the terminal. Right. Like, don't they get that far? It should have been took their ass out at TSA. Well, they and yeah. Them get there and letting the, the desk attend, the attendant that goddamn Delta tell them gay agent. <laughs> so so there was you know so there was there was all these all these um developments and like i said i swear it was like every hour there was a new development um from you know whether democrats are going to impeach whether mike pence is going to do 25th amendment mike pence and donald trump didn't speak until today like they had you know they they weren't communicating and all this stuff and um so you know there's this this is open question about what is going to happen to the perpetrators, right? Not just mm-hmm. the ones that the the individual citizens that stormed the Capitol, but what's going to happen to the basically traitors in our government that supported it, right? After mm-hmm. the coup attempt, 140 something Republicans in the House still voted to mm-hmm. not certify the Electoral College, and seven or eight senators did. 
So it's like, okay, are we going to hold anybody accountable? Or are we just going to be like, well, they're white people. So we're going to let it, we're going to let it go. Right. So there was this open question. Then by the weekend, you started to see this uh, new development, which is the money started to drop out. Right. Um, first, I think it was, who was it? Uh, Oh man. They said, um, they said where the money resides. Yes, yes. And they, they were like, the money don't reside with the Republican Party no more. Um, so all of a sudden it was, oh, um, it was, I can't remember which corporation, but you know, you start you started to see small stories about this corporation said they're no longer going to um, make donations to the Republican Party. Then it was another one. Then it was this other one. Then it was Amazon shutting down Parler. You know, they provided hosting um, services or something like that to Parler. Different white supremacists. Right, and they shut that down. And so, little by little, then uh, I so think that's an authentication process company they use pulled out so that was a big issue for them that's how they uh, were able to be hacked were able to be hacked right and so all their information disclosed and um then i think it was today or yesterday it was um this conservative uh talk radio network that um uh has uh dan bongino and mark levin and one other uh, imp- uh popular conservative talker said you make one more reference to election fraud and stop the steal and you're done. So now, you know, these guys are facing losing their jobs. And then it was, you know, um, the big banks saying we're not um, um, we're not contributing anymore. Then it was Josh Hawley's uh, major uh, funder saying, you know what, no more money for you. So the money started to dry up. The further thing is that Rick Scott, who's a senator from Florida, voted mm-hmm. and, and an asshole um and a thief uh voted against certifying the electoral college and he happens to be this year's head of the republican senate commission getting republican senators uh reelected but now these corporations are saying fuck that we're not giving money to rick scott or to the republican senate committee so now they're in trouble and it got me to thinking like hmm while the the powers that be right the white people who have the power to hold the insurrectionists and the domestic terrorists to account and really throw the book at them and put them in jail they may not do it right they might decide that hey jake angeli deserves his organic food (laughs) so he tried to overthrow the government and the guy who smeared feces on nancy in nancy pelosi's uh office walls he should only do a year they yeah. time at the booty house. Right. And, you know, there's little different things like that you're seeing. So while, you know, and, and everybody keeps calling for the expulsion of Holly and Cruz and uh, Bobert, who was, who's the QAnon, one of the QAnon um, Republican House members who was tweeting, live tweeting Nancy Pelosi's location as the coup went mm. down, knowing that these people were trying to kill her. So like, everybody's everybody's calling for them to be expel, expelled from Congress, and but the Democrats haven't said anything about it. It's like, is it anybody? Are they actually gonna hold them accountable? Y'all gonna kick I mean, them out? Y'all just gonna say, well, we need to unify and look the other way? They'll probably say the latter. But did when you're an elected official like that federally, it doesn't occur to you that, that kind of dumb shit might not be the way to go. From Trump <laughs> on down, that right. never occurred to him. Like I'm the President that's, of the United States, I can't. That's white privilege. This is not something I can actually do. That's white privilege. Or that I should do. That's white privilege. And so, you know, I, I'm just, like I said, looking at trend after trend after trend and all these developments. And I, when I started to see these these corporations say, okay, that's it for us, you know, we're, we're out, um, is when I thought, uh-huh, okay, so maybe this is the way that it really that that white supremacy gets dealt with right mm. that it, it won't necessarily be people facing jail time like they deserve or expulsion from congress or um you know these republicans repenting for their sins of lying to their their um their followers it's going to come through people losing their jobs it's going to come through no funding for republicans sheldon adelson died conveniently and um, I think 
if there's a if there is a chance that America escapes this white supremacy problem that it has I'm not saying we it has because this is a white person's problem really um it's going to come through uh it's going to come through the capitalism is going to you know the free market which republicans love is going to dictate that these people shut up with this white supremacy and go sit down and i just thought that was a, a kind of an interesting question to ponder and i'm curious what you guys think well i mean i think that i don't know i mean they can try to silence it but yeah it's just gonna go underground for that's maybe what, a decade or two but that's probably the best we can hope roaring back yeah but that's probably the best we can hope for you know is if it is at least toxic that you can't do business with a white supremacist that's probably you know you're never going to convince you know a third of white folks voted for donald trump so these are like the avowed white supremacists but it and always then, and then a third and then a third just sat out the election and a third voted for Joe Biden, a little less than a third. So two-thirds of white America yeah. is basically white supremacists and racists. I mean, when this country is doing poorly, um, a lot of them side and become more liberal. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as the country's back on cruise control, they forget and they yeah. become more conservative. Right. But in the meantime, while they're doing that, we hopefully are mobilizing, voting, and learning how to work the levers of this government and of this. I mean, obviously, black system. people are not the not the problem. We're easy to get along with, obviously. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. People this is like a, dog shit. This is a white right. this is a white person's problem. The problem is that we have to suffer along with them as long as we're here, right? But if they don't deal with this head on, you're going to have a domestic terrorist problem the way Europe had with um, Muslim terrorists, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, or the way uh, the UK had with Irish terrorists, where they're going to be setting off bombs. Well, at least the Irish, I mean, it's a different, they're trying, they're trying to get freedom, whatever, whatever the hell they think. I mean, these guys are, these guys are, are trying homegrown born Americans. They, they're like, trying I don't to get, understand it. They're trying to get free too. And they get free from what? They're, they're trying not, to get free from able, having to compete. wear a mask. Having to wear a mask <laughs> to save their lives from COVID. They're trying to give all the oppression from having to compete with capable people like me and Cephas. Oh, I'm not capable. Oh, and Buck and Buck and you too, Buck. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm joking, but they're they're trying to get free from that. You know, they're trying to get free from having to live in an integrated neighborhood. <laughs> they're trying to get free from having to compete for a job with with you and me so um you know that but that seems to me that if if there's a chance you know i i don't see that the non-racist third of white america is going to step up and face this head on right because these are their their cousins their brothers Mm -hmm. their husbands their wives their mother and father-in-laws you know these are their co-workers these are their best friends who are about white supremacists so yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna take them on reading you know. books like uh george bush's book earning points <laughs> they're uh you know they're the sons and daughters like the the judge in brooklyn you know i really have to question all of her bench decisions if her son yeah, oh gosh up, you know right so she's trying to overthrow the government in fact i would be if i was her i would be in bed i wouldn't even you won't even know. I'm a I'm a judge. I would you know, I would be embarrassed. It's it's extremely I don't even want to bring my head above right. It's extremely embarrassing for all of them, right? The lieutenant colonel that they caught from the army, the uh, the cops obviously. that they caught, the, the New York fire New they didn't York fire catch department. The lieutenant Colonel, his ex wife turned them in. Yes, right. She <laughs> de- she she dropped the dime on him. That's right, she did. <laughs> Um, good point, Cephas. <laughs> um, That's so, amazing. First so, of the officer. Wow. Yes, these people are so they so they're not going to be taken on by the people who need to confront them. Which means that the only thing left to save us all from from do you guys remember what happened in Europe over the last twenty years since George Bush's uh, illegal war? 
So they were doing those, you know, they were doing the suicide missions in Paris and they gunned everybody. I, I don't I don't I don't know how how much these dudes wanna in large numbers wanna do suicide missions, but I guess it doesn't take that many. Well, they there's they, the white man's version of the suicide mission is a mass shooting and then get killed by the police or kill them, or turn the gun on himself. It's one shot, you know? So they don't blow themselves up, but it's the same effect. They're going to terrorize the nation if the other white people, the good white people, quote unquote, don't confront them and put them down. And so if they're not going to do it, which all signs are pointing to, they're not going to do it, is that it's going to come down to capitalism. Um, it's going to come down to Citibank and Chase and Amazon and Hallmark. Hallmark uh, had donated $5,000 to uh, Josh Hawley and they said they wanted their money back. You know, so it's going to come down to capitalism. Did, did, they, did they take down those damn uh, happy Father's Day moms? They work on that. <laughs> the Hallmark cards. But anyway, that's a whole other topic for another day. So. I just think that's something to watch is that, you know, if you want to get anything done in America, you really have to uh, twist the arm pull up, pull of their purse strings. As yeah. Up. Yeah. You know, that's it. Ultimately, that is the way if black Americans ever get reparations, that's how it's going to come. It's going to come through, through the Chamber of Commerce through right through corporations realizing, oh, that's in our interest to see them get reparations. And then that's when you'll see everybody get on board with it. And so it, it's just something interesting that I thought that we should be watching going forward. You know, how long they're gonna, you know, they're, they're all on this pause. We're not giving money to Republicans. How long that's gonna last, I don't know. You know, maybe that lasts two weeks till this blows over and Biden's in the White House. And then they say, yeah, we can, you know, quietly start giving money to them again. Maybe it lasts a little longer. Who knows? But um, it'll be something that I think we should all be paying attention to is um, does the Republican Party try to reform itself and root out their white supremacist problem? Or, and if they, you know, whether they do or don't, does corporate America continue to stand with them? So something to watch. I mean, they don't, they don't have control of these people. That's obvious. No, they don't. And it's they like need to get control. King, King Trump has, has control. They re- they they had bombs not just in the Capitol, but also at the DNC and the RNC headquarters. They said that was probably done as a decoy to organize all the police to congregate there so that they could get into the White House. Yeah, and 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 not the White and, House. Right. I, I agree. Into the <laughs> yeah, and I agree. But the point is that they had coordinated to that level, to that extent. You know, it's, functioning bombs. Yeah, that's what everybody is realizing is that, oh, this wasn't just a spontaneous thing. This was very coordinated. And they got more coordinated attacks coming. So those of y'all that live in capital cities out there listening, stay home for a couple of weeks. But yeah, it's um, it's going to be interesting to see. So I encourage everybody to keep voting because that's what touched these people off was George Chambers work for Congress. His yes, election yes. is coming up and you can donate $5 to his campaign. Give $5. GaryChambersforCongress.com. This is Gary Chambers, candidate for Louisiana 2nd Congressional District. How are you? It is not really you. It is really me. Sir, it is not really you. It is I in the flesh. How are you? It kind of sounds like you. <laughs> it is me. It's me. I, I promise you it is me. I live in Baton Rouge. My daughter's name is Zoe. I announced on Monday. I, I roasted Connie. It's me. Next. So I had intended to get up here and talk about how racist Robert E. Lee was, but I'm going to talk about you, Connie. Sitting over there shopping while we talking about Robert E. Lee. This is a picture of you shopping while we talking about racism and history in this country. Only white members of this board got up while we were up here talking too, because you don't give a damn, and it's clear. But I'm gonna tell you what the slaves, my ancestors said about Robert E. Lee, since you don't know history, sister. Let me tell you that they said when he got the plantation, after he got off the field where 27,000 people died at Gettysburg, 
Connie, Robert E. Lee was a brutal slave master. Not only did when he whooped the slaves, he said, lay it on them hard. After he said, lay it on them hard, he said, put brine on them so it'll burn them. That's what Robert E. Lee did. And you set your arrogant self in here and sit on there shopping while the pain and the hurt of the people of this community is on display because you don't give a damn and you should resign. He's going to be excellent in Congress. Karen, don't forget to shout out the... Uh... Yeah, you know, you could, just, you could just do it instead of reminding me to do it at must period. Thank you. Because <laughs> yeah, uh... I always forget. I always forget. Um, but uh, yeah, that's... Oh, one, one thing. Remember, the State Department, some disgruntled employee, so there's always disgruntled people. Disgruntled employee in the State Department changed the Trump bio. Yeah, changed it, yes. <laughs> him being, his last day being... Uh, Yes, January, yesterday, yesterday. Yeah. January 11th at the time Jeopardy was on. Pretty, and pretty they funny. still have not changed it. It's still there, which tells us that these mother, these officers are so understaffed. Mm -hmm. and nobody's, at, nobody's at work. Not designed to work at all that they're just letting this shit slide. Nobody, yeah. it's, it's, 100 it's chaos. It's chaos. Like this, this is just almost descended into the executive branch has just completely melted down. So enjoy tomorrow watch uh you'll see uh the first sitting pres president to be impeached twice well today and, when the episode gets published and it will be uh it will be a gas a stone cold gas show you right <laughs>